Welcome to The Tribe Has Spoken, Tribal Rant's unofficial podcast for the long-running CBS reality series Survivor. I'm Michelle. And I am Mike from TN. And tonight we're podcasting Survivor Co-Wrong, Season 32, Episode 9. It's Psychological Warfare. It aired on Wednesday, April 13th. And to recap last week, Nick was voted out. Nick had to go. He was gracious in the end, but awfully boastful before that, awfully confident before that, and um, it really messed the guys up and caused a lot of anger, I think, that we saw play out in pretty much this whole episode. Oh, yeah, they were time. they were uh, pissed because they got, you know, they, they were like, they got blindsided. Yeah, they were, they were not giving up on this, on this Nick thing. They were un- very unhappy that... That yeah. they weren't in on what happened. Yeah, they, they they weren't having any of it, and they reacted. Okay, it's psychological warfare. This what do you think? This was a great that, episode. Yeah. This was really good. We can just breeze through this and get right straight to the the voting part. If you want. <laughs> but what do you think? The, it's, psycho, it's psychological warfare. What do you think that was talking about? Anything specific? Yeah, or? Scott and Jason messing with them, hiding the their end? machete. You no. think it was, oh, okay. oh, yeah, hiding the machete. It's the way it started, mainly. Okay, well, and, and ended, too. And, what about that little... Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. That was a bonehead... Was it? I don't think... Bonehead oh, move. I'll tell you why. Okay, no. all right, well, we'll talk about it, because I yeah. don't know if it was, but that bonehead. was... Bonehead. Worst... They should have just sat there and shut up, and it was going to go their way, and nobody would have even known. But now, now the genie's out of the bottle. But we'll talk about it. Okay, we'll, we'll talk because I think I might have something to counter what you're thinking. Well, but maybe we'll you see. will. You usually do, and I accept it if you do <laughs> okay. graciously. Well, when we got back from uh, tribal council from last week, the starting scene of this week, the girls were. Uh, they were discussing how the girls pulled a fast one. Yeah, they thought it was they thought it was really cute what they did. Um, yeah, Ty was saying that he voted for Debbie. He didn't tell Jason that he voted for him. He was scared. No, I know. <laughs> Poor Ty. <laughs> um, uh. And then Scott starts saying, you know, we're going to make this rough on them. Let's take away their food. He gets uh, their idea is to get rid of the machete and the axe. Yeah, and and quit providing food because Scott and Ty were doing most of the food gathering, you know, the mangoes and stuff. That right. He, he he mentioned that before the challenge. Yeah, you're actually right right here. Scott's saying they have to use psychological warfare. He actually said it in the first just like couple minutes of the show. But now Ty, I think at this point, I think he He's changes. Yeah. But I, then he commits. I yeah. think he changes. I I think Ty Ty. I think you might be going to the dark side because. In the beginning, he really didn't like this, but no. by the end of it, I think he might not just be accepting it, but might have a, you know, a little bit different idea of it. He's he committed to him at least for this episode. Well, Joe Scott, Joe gets up evidently and does the fire, and Scott and Jason get up. It's still dark, and this is where they get the machete and the axe, and they hide it. Yep. And um, and then they pour water on the Joe, fire. But Joe wasn't in on that at all. No. No, he was just, they were trying to, as a matter of fact, they were trying to conceal their movements from, from Joe. Right, right. They did it behind Joe's back. Well, then we go to the intro and we come back, and the girls are kind of gloating about the men's illusion of control, particularly Debbie. Debbie was saying that they're not gentlemen, they're poor sports, they're showing poor sportsmanship or something like that. Yeah. The girls and Joe are discussing the machete and the axe and it being gone. And the girls, 
they realize almost immediately. I mean, you have to give these girls credit. They're not, they're very smart. These girls knew immediately what had happened. And they just call them out on it right there to their face. And so they start going about another way to do stuff. How infuriating is that when you do something to make somebody mad and they just go, oh, no big deal. I'll do it this way then. And so they get the axe and start chopping. So they they find another way. And this is where Scott pours the water. On the fire. On the fire. What what was that? I know. That that wasn't. uh, I think that was more of a frustrating move. <laughs> I know. I, I don't I, think that was psychological. I don't either. That I was, think that was temper tantrum. Right yeah, there. yeah, probably was. But I mean, can you imagine? You know, it's okay. We'll just we'll cut the coconuts with this saw, and it's going to be cool. And Scott says, "Oh yeah, well, you know, cut the you know, start the fire with the saw." Here you go. Well, that he pours that five-gallon bucket of water on it, and what do they do? They get another fire going. It looks like in just minutes they're yep. like, "Okay, do it." Yep. You know, they start another fire. But Scott's over there saying that that they'll do other things. I thought this was kind of a ridiculous and sort of like a you know. Well, they're not going to forget this this extreme behavior. This no, is, this you can't come back from this. Well. This is not the kind of thing, you know how you always say outwit, outplay, outlast, right? This is not something that any jury member is going to vote for him for. You no, know what I mean? I mean, no. this is not outwitting or outplaying or outlasting. No, it's not a, it's not a, a no, it's not a, an intellectual strategy. It's just a, it's just a brute strategy. And it's not it's not a physical strategy. It's not an emotional strategy. I got to tell you though, I'm still a fan of Scott. I like Scott. Yeah, but I think Scott might need like some protein and I don't know maybe what a back rub or something at this point because he is really losing he just, it. He just needs a cookie. He probably may have got a cookie with his um, with his Chinese meal. You know, they still come with the fortune, fortune cookies. cookies. I didn't see a fortune cookie, okay. but I wrote down so he's cracking right. Because this just didn't even feel like like a normal thing. Then we go to the reward reward challenge, challenge. and it's Chinese takeout. The winners, the four, they're dividing up into two teams, four and four, and there's going to be one extra player. The extra player normally they just don't get to partake, right? But in this instance, the extra player gets to pick the winning team. I like that a whole lot. Yeah, they pull a Vegas move. I think it's great. You pick the winner, and if you pick right. You get to eat. I like that. But I Joe, like I think he made an emotional move of course he did. To, to pick the people well, he wanted but to. But you would, right? I mean, you're going to pick your team. Probably, I know. but you know, The food whatever. would not be worth not picking your team, I don't think. Julia, though, steps up. She's well, not some dumb kid. No, she says, hey, this this game's about moves. And I'm gonna. I'm, and she says she's gonna make a move and go with the guys. And of course, Sydney picks up on it. Says she moved just a little bit too quick, but it turns out to be the right move. Well, it turns out to be the right move because she ends up winning the immunity challenge later. I don't know what would have happened if that hadn't happened. I think Julia might be. This had nothing to do with the immunity this challenge. This one didn't. No, 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 no. She absolutely, as far as like getting the food, made the right right choice but as far as an overall gameplay they're on to her she's not as sly as she thinks they she might is. be but after this vote they might not be and we'll talk about it when we okay, get to the vote yeah. jeff 
was going to let them do like a schoolyard pick or something, I think. Or no, they were going to draw for spots, right? But he says, if you guys can figure it out yourself, you can figure it out. And they're able to do it. And that's what you were saying that Julia went ahead and said, I'll go with the guys. Well, it made sense for her to go with the guys because she's the only one who's really had any kind of relationship with the guys. None of the other girls would have wanted to even do yeah, that. but it drew a few, few raised eyebrows that she did it so quickly. Right. Yeah, and they mentioned that. Well, the reward challenges—they're all attached to ropes, and the ropes are like braided and knotted up, and you have to use your bodies to circle around people and under and over and undo un- these. Unbraid the rope. You have to unbraid the rope by jumping over and under. Right. And um, then they have to use sandbags to knock these little bamboo-looking pieces of wood pieces of wood off of and it looked it, it sounded a lot easier than it looked after they started throwing it was it looked like it was a, kind of a tough challenge yeah but i mean was debbie great or what debbie, debbie got up there and she was if they had worked their rope faster they would have won yeah but debbie did a great job she was knocking them off like like left and right and and uh the guys team was so much ahead and she got up there, and it was just like, it was almost like brute force she was knocking them she off She was firing with. up. She was throwing strikes. I mean, she was doing really, right. really, she had an arm. Probst even mentioned that. But in the end, the men won. Jason ended up, they kept switching out. I think that was really tiring. I mean, it didn't look like it would have been that hard. It almost looked like a carnival game or something. But <laughs> Well, I mean, didn't it look like something you'd throw at a carnival or something? But, yeah. but these big, grown men even were just winded and stuff. I guess the sandbags were a little lighter than what you would imagine, you know. You, could, you, you couldn't fire them in there so, so easily. You had to really throw them to get any force behind them. And yeah. By the time the sandbag got to the target, you know, it, it really didn't have that much oomph. You could tell the way that they were hitting, I think. Yeah, and maybe the maybe the bamboo pieces were heavier. I mean, I don't know. You'd, you'd have to just throw it, I guess, to get a feel for it. Was it was a well-designed challenge. But in the end, Jason knocks off the last one, and the girls automatically now, or Aubrey at least, is saying how she mistrusts Julia. Uh, I mean, right off the bat, Sydney too. Sydney was Sydney didn't. Yeah, but yeah. Aubrey was specifically talking about it here. She, well, she went over there awfully quick, didn't she? She went over there and you know went on their side. So yeah, they're very distrustful now. Her, right. At least, at least she and um, and Sydney. But of course, Debbie has got her head in the sand over this Julia thing. Yeah, I and, mean, and you know how much we've talked about Debbie being real intuitive. I mean, I know I've said that. It seemed like she really. Yeah, she was plugged in, but she's yeah. unplugged with this. She she doesn't see this at all. Yeah, I mean, and I guess that's fair. You're not going to be. You're not going to know everything that goes on. But this was shocking that Debbie was so wrong about her assessment. We go to commercial and we come back and they're back at camp. Julia, Scott, Jason, Ty, and Mark the Chicken are sharing the Chinese food. They said Mark the Chicken. I know it. The chicken named Mark. That's uh, <laughs> I'm, I've never uh, I've never met a chicken named Mark. I no, I can probably honestly say I haven't either. I wouldn't think to name a chicken Mark. I would now. So they talk to Julia. The guys do about her alliance and. She's essentially saying it might be time for me to make a move and all this kind of stuff and yeah, go, and go with is. the guys. I think that's what she's doing. I don't know. I don't know what Julia's doing yet. But I did make a note here that I'm worried about Julia at this point. She's talking about how she'd rather take them to the end because no one would vote for them. So she yeah. thinks she's making some kind of like really bold move. And she 
is, but I really think, she, and here specifically, I thought she is really setting, setting, setting herself up with a target on her back from both sides. I don't know. Potentially. Well, I don't, I don't either. I don't either. But this is where they're talking about Debbie, and Debbie has no worries about Julia flipping on them. She thinks Julia is playing the guys. That's what she's over she's there telling the convinced. girls. Convinced. She's convinced. And somewhere in this, Ty commits. But Sydney's not having it about Julia. Sydney's not having it. She says that you can't go from from their tribe with the girls to the men tribe and then back to their tribe and ask them who they want to vote off next time. She goes, I can't believe she thinks we would be okay with that. Talking yeah, about she Julia. She says her BS radar just is going back and forth and back and forth. And Aubrey's saying that Julia works both sides and she might have to go. So that's the first thing we Aubrey's see. Aubrey really concerned. And Sydney are both dead on with what it looks like to us anyway that Julie's doing. Correct. So now this is where Ty wakes up in the middle of the night and says he's committed to the boys. War is hard. And so he pours right. water on the fire. <laughs> now, what was the point of that? It's just Ty's fully invested now. In the, yeah. In the, <laughs> okay, all I could think of was... He's going to get Scott in trouble, you know? I mean, Ty didn't realize that. He's in. He says, I'm in, and I'm committed, and I'm, I'm going to make an overt action in furtherance, of my, uh, of, in furtherance of this conspiracy. But did he even think that Scott's going to get blamed for it? And he did. Scott got blamed it for it. It doesn't matter. Scott doesn't care. I guess, but that was kind of funny. So the next morning when Joe gets up and notices that the fire's wet and completely gone out, Ty is Mr. Innocent. It won't happen. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Who did it? Yeah, he comes up and says, Good, Good morning. morning. That was pretty Is there funny. even an ember left? So Debbie is now seriously mad at Scott. Yeah. Debbie is Scott's gutting for go. Scott. Got to go Scott. She wants is him the gone. Got to go. Let's split the vote. No. No, we've got the numbers. We're gonna we're gonna take Scott. Well, Aubrey's still saying it has to be Julia because she thinks Scott. They've got this whole idea in their mind. They think Scott did it to get them to vote for Scott or Jason because they have an idol. They've got this whole thing played up in their they mind. They haven't worked out. But there's Debbie, so much that both sides don't know. I know, but De- but Debbie's being just like real stubborn. She won't hear of it. Nope, it's got to be Scott. Scott's putting our life on the line. So Aubrey says she usually goes along, but she's not going along with her this time. So now there's like this contention between Aubrey and Debbie. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the immunity challenge. What do you think about that immunity challenge? I thought it was uh, one of the most suspenseful immunity challenges I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. It was looks like looks like it would have been one of the most frustrating to participate in. Did you see how many times? Everybody would get just almost close to completion and knock their block. I mean, one little, one little, one little nudge, one little trip up. Well, try to explain it. What what was the immunity? Well, challenge? it was a grid that you had to walk through as you were stacking um, uh, wooden wooden Domino pieces that like. looked like large dominoes along a rail, and you had to you had to advance into this grid ever so cautiously so as not to bump the grid which was attached which was attached to your your uh, bar that you were stacking your dominoes on right. and would would jar the bar thus knocking the dominoes over and you had to start over and you had to walk through it you had to bring one domino at a time through this grid and about how many dominoes were they using it was a bunch it we're looked, not talking about 6 or 7 no it looked like it was what at least 20 right i would guess 
30 would be my guess. But yeah, I'm between guessing. 20 and 30 dominoes. And then by the time you, you'd get through there, you'd get in a hurry and you, you'd, you'd bump as you're bringing your leg up or putting your leg down, and it would jar your bar, and all your dominoes would fall off of the bar. Because this was really like a high step, too. They had to high step into it and then high step back out of it. Yeah, it was like a wooden grid. Yeah, almost like a ladder attached to it, like a a horizontal ladder that they had to step through. Some kind of lattice works. Yeah, something like that. Michelle got all the way, and you thought Michelle was going to have this, right? You thought she was... She had this done and knocked out at the. And her dominoes were not set up properly. Just the last two. It was like the last two. She spaced them too far. Mm. If she'd went back through it and done one more, yep. I think she would have made that. But in the end, Julia won it, and it was a long, hard fight. And that's what I said. This was terrible. It made me a nervous wreck. This was very nerve wracking. This challenge. Now here we find out that it's day twenty four. There's nine people left, and there's only going to be eight people left after tonight. This, It's really winding down it here. It is winding down. Pretty quick. So we go to commercial, and we come back, and back at camp, Debbie is telling the plan of what they want to do in front of Julia, and this is making Aubrey. Aubrey is a nervous wreck, and, and so is Sydney. And, and Debbie is just doesn't even consider it. And they're telling everything they're planning on doing. And Julia Splitting goes the vote, straight and back and tells Scott. She goes straight to Scott. And Scott tells Julia, don't worry about it. Just vote for Sydney." Right. This is what we're going to do. We're all voting for Sydney." So, now, this is, it got a little bit complicated. Sydney and Aubrey are saying they have to get Debbie now. Because yeah. Debbie She's is saying everything in front of Julia. She right. won't listen to reason. She's and they're make, actually right. They're right. She's making poor decisions. And she's trying to make poor decisions that affect everybody. So they need to go ahead and take her out. And they'll take everybody else out later. Well, Michelle goes along with it. But Joe? Joe's not having any of it. Okay, this is funny because everything Aubrey has ever wanted Joe to do in the end to vote. Do you remember this happened before on the Brains Tribe? Aubrey went to him and said, "We got to vote somebody out." I can't remember who it was. I remember. And Joe was like, "Nope, nope, not changing, not and, doing it." And he did at the end. No, he did not. No, he, did, he wouldn't do it. No, he did not vote that who way. Who did he vote for this time? Scott. He voted for Scott. Never mind. Yeah, yeah he okay. voted for who he said he was yeah. going to vote. For at well, the beginning, even though nobody else was voting that way, it made no sense. Well, they they after after their little tirade, we'll get to that when we get the tribal council. Good. Okay, Lord. but Joe is actually he's just as stubborn as Debbie. Well, but what's funny about this to me is that they now have to go to Julia because Joe won't do it. I know. So they have to go to Julia. I know. It. Who was and the reason they had to change the vote to begin with? I, I know. That they made no sense. Made no this sense at all. Made no sense. They you don't know, trust her, but they're going to try to bring her in in hopes that they're wrong. Well, worse than that, they don't trust. They don't trust her. So they're going to vote Debbie out because Debbie does trust her. But then they're going to go to her and trust her to vote the way they want her to vote. Yeah, I I, I made a note that you know Debbie is one of their one of their number. First off, and I know she's put them at risk, but, but she's firmly on their side. Though. Firmly on their side, totally committed to the team. She's putting them at risk. Granted, but she's one of their number. Absolutely. So they're eating themselves. Somebody that they're sure about their vote now. This is the first problem with their plan. The second problem with their plan is, is like you said, pointed out, 
they're counting on Julia now, the person that they've already, already have red flagged. They, they think she's a switch hitter. And, and the reason they're voting for Debbie and the is reason, because she said something in front of Julia. Yeah, yeah they, get, they get really nonsensical here about their, their that strategy. That doesn't make any sense vote, at yeah. all to me. I think they just got ticked off that Debbie wouldn't go along with their plan. She wanted Scott. You know, Debbie wasn't going to be swayed, and because she wasn't going to be swayed, they decided to take her out. That's what it sounded like to me. But that was one of their own. Not a great, not a great strategy to take out when you've got numbers to take out one of your number. Not, not a good strategy. Not when they're obviously on your side. I agree. Okay, then we get to tribal council. Let me just say a note here about tribal council with Jeff Probst's green shirt. This guy is the most fashionable. Jungle guy I've ever seen. Jungle guy? <laughs> jungle guy, yeah. Jeff Probst shows up with one of those jungle shirts on, you know, those moisture-wicking uh, L.L. Bean or whatever jungle shirts that he wears. Maybe and it's Under Armour. It's a different, maybe, and it's a different color every time, and it's perfectly uh, fitted to him. And, I mean, this guy, just a note here, I don't know if he, if they ha- if they do his laundry, if these jungle shirts get pressed or whatever, but he's looking good in these jungle shirts. And he's got a different one on every time we see him. Hmm. So, anyways, just I wanted... I haven't just, even noticed. I just wanted to make a note there. I'm going to have to Probes, you are looking good, and I'm going to get some of those jungle shirts. <laughs> you are, gonna, are you jealous I'm of gonna, the Jeff jungle no, shirts? No, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to emulate his behavior, and I'm going to bring those things to to Tennessee. Okay. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna start... And I'm not going to, you know, advertise it a lot, but I'm just going to try to get a trend started here. Okay, there you go. With the Jeff Probst jungle shirt. Maybe he needs his own line of Jeff jungle shirts. Well, I want in on the ground floor. Okay. If, if you're listening and you do this, I want in. But Jeff starts asking them if any if there was any kind of fallout from Julia siding with the guys. <laughs> no, I, I know. He already knew the answer. He's been talking to the kids. But Debbie goes, nah, nah. Right, yeah. No, everything's fine. We trust Julia. And so she's still sitting there, and she's so off the mark. She's been off the oh, mark. Oh, I know. Whole, which is unlike her. Unlike her, absolutely. I think maybe Scott's plan worked, and her brain starved for food, so she's unable to think. Man, she was upset over the food, too. I mean, Debbie was, and, but look at her. She's so thin. I mean, she's just like, I'm really, like, seriously worried about how thin she is. Maybe she really is. Like literally starving because she is off her game. She is. She's she's normally really tuned in. So then Jeff brings up the idol again, kind of to Ty oh, because last yeah. time that really started a oh I know an issue. yeah Ty's he's not talking he didn't want to talk at all. Well, but this well, is he where does Ty say, shows, though, he stands up here and shows his idol. He says I think one will be played, but these guys. Okay, this, let's talk about this. It. Is such because see either way either way. They've got it set up where it's they think it's they think it's three and and four. They think that they think they still have Julia. They're gonna they're gonna split the vote. That was their last plan to split the vote, right? That was the the that was the plan that plan. that Debbie thought that Debbie thought that they had. Debbie wanted to split the vote between Jason and Scott and flush out an idol. Right, right. And she thinks, as, as far as she knows, that's what they're doing. But they're going to vote for Debbie. But Julia, they go to Julia and tell Julia about it. So Julia's in on both of them. And Julia's sitting there when they're talking to her, you know, off off, off the, the, the beach or whatever. The cameraman's just talking to her. And she's going, this is great. I can decide. I get to decide whether Sydney goes home 
or Debbie goes home. Because the guys are all voting for Sydney, and they think she is too. Now, if the guys and Julia all vote for Sydney, with with Debbie Debbie's little little plan, where they're all going to vote for Scott, Scott and, Jason. and Jason, the guys standing up and announcing that they have an idol, they would have ne- they could have sat there and kept their mouth shut, and they, nobody would have ever known who had an idol, but, and that would have been the best case scenario. Because not only did they not know they didn't have idols, but they didn't have any idea. And nobody still does, at this point, what a super idol even is. Right. Because the people who find the super idol find the directions on how to use the super idol when they find it. So, and let's just say, let's just say for the sake of argument, okay, Debbie's off. They're not going to vote that way. They're going to vote for... Uh, they're going to vote for Debbie. She's still only going to get three because Joe, Joe's not voting for Debbie. Joe's not voting for Debbie. And you know Julia is not, um, or, 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 or she is going to vote for Debbie. But either way, it's either Debbie going home or the vote split and the guys have all the numbers and nobody would ever, ever have to have even mention an idol. Do you understand how having that information out there is dangerous? I do, but I disagree with you. First of all, I need to say we did we never even finished <clears throat> this. We didn't finish it that Julia is the one who won the immunity challenge. We never even Right. Said Julia that. That's won, important. Julia, so won Julia the has challenge. the I mean it took forever, but Julia was the one who won it. So she's safe because they they had wanted to go after Julia. They did want to go after Julia. Aubrey wanted. Well, Aubrey wanted to go after Julia. Well, Sydney did too. I think. I think. I think you're right. And Aubrey and Sydney are the ones who are making the choice to go after Debbie right. now because Debbie's saying this stuff in front of Julia, right. who now has immunity and they can't do anything to her. Right. So, I think. Okay, first of all, that was very theatrical at Tribal Rant, right? Yeah, but what Where benefit was there? Because what if Julia wasn't going to vote? with them what if julia wasn't going to go with them that would make her go with them if they stand up and show their idols i think that would tilt anybody because then they know that this person is likely not to go home and they're going to know who voted for whom see so I think that they, I thought it was brilliant. But see, you know that Julia is not going with the girls, and she's not a switch hitter. She is with the guys, and here's how you know. She knew both plans. Actually, she, knew that she didn't. She did. She did not vote with the guys, Mike. I know. That's what I'm telling you, though. She had a chance to say, I really want Debbie to go home, but the guys want Sydney to go home. I'm not hurting the guys by sending Debbie home. I'm just not voting with them, but I'm helping them get rid of one of these this other group's number. So she is really kind of voting with the guys. She's helping them. They, they benefited not one iota. She is with them because she knew their plan, and she knew these other people's plan. And she made the move. She decided. I think she's brilliant. She decided who's going home. She did. She did. It was between but, but Debbie see, and Sydney. She could have went to the other side and said, they're voting for Sydney. But she didn't. She didn't. She didn't even act like she was even in because she even told them. She's no. I think Deb, or I think Julie is definitely on the guy's side. Don't misunderstand. She is. But, but here's my point. There... The, 
what she, they didn't gain a thing. But they didn't know. They see her playing. Doesn't both matter sides. whether they know. They had the super idol, so they knew that they were going to win no matter what. They were going to win. Whoever they voted for in their numbers was going home. I just. The only one who knew both sides' plans were Julia. And Julia did not hurt them in any way by sending Debbie No, she didn't. But she did not vote with them. And I wonder how that's going to end up. She'll go, she'll go and tell them, and they'll respect her for it. Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, I don't know for sure. But they didn't know, I don't think, for sure that Julia was on their side. And by showing those idols, I think, if anything... That would lean Julia. Now they're a target for sure. To their side. Now they're a target. They are a target, but what they don't, what everybody doesn't understand is that you can combine those and play them after the fact. No, but it's going to come out now because they gave it to Ty, and so they're going to say, why did they give it to Ty? And if Julia has a conversation with anybody, because they told Julia, you put the idols together, it becomes a super idol. Remember they? Oh, no, oh, I yeah, don't remember Yeah, that. they told her, and Ty knows it. And Jason knows it, and Scott knows it, and now somebody else knows it. The more people that know something, the less power it has. And the more people that know I a secret tell you, like that. I, was, I had almost forgotten that everybody didn't know that. It took me a little bit into this to realize what a big, big deal that knowledge was. They thought they were going to flush an idol by getting somebody to play it the normal, idle way. This is the first time. Okay, so tell me this. What's going on at Tribal Council when everybody's, like, whispering now and playing, like, you know, te- the telephone game, whispering stuff they down They're changing the- it up. They do this at all, or they've started doing this. That was never anything I've ever seen done before. Well, it, it's, it's poor planning, but... But well, it, things were changing at Tribal Council. Things now. are changing at Tribal Council, so they just... Did you pe- notice that even Nick and Neil... On the jury, were whispering to each other. To each other, yeah. I mean, everybody was whispering right. during this whole thing, so that was kind of funny. Yeah, Nick feels like they'll they'll um, um, pay for it later. But in the end, we do see that it's Debbie and Joe. Man, he's distraught. He doesn't like this, and I don't know what Joe's gonna do. You think Joe's gonna stay with them when they're saying? We're going to vote for Debbie. And he's like, no, no, we're not doing that. And Joe just like votes his own way. I mean, you have to admire Joe, right, for sticking to his Well, Joe will have to wake up and smell the coffee is what Joe will have to do. So, wow, they did it anyway. Okay, I made one other note here. And that was that Ty, Ty got like this little evil grin on his face at the end of this when Debbie was... Uh, voted voted out of there. Maybe evil's too strong a word, but devious. Let's say Ty got a devious grin. A look of satisfaction. Yeah, but not not even just satisfaction. Just like I pulled one over on you, that smug kind of look, and he's just got this big grin. Ty is playing with the big boys now, and I think Ty really enjoyed that moment. And we've seen so much of Ty feeling bad, and he's named the chicken (laughs) and everything, and now Ty is just... I well, don't know. It, it all worked out for them, but I'm telling you, showing people they had those idols to begin with and then making that, that gesture about giving Ty both of them. Yeah, I and, think they're just messing with them. But they thought that, somebody uh, had Michelle, an idol. it's never good for people to know that you've got an idol if they don't have to know. I guess. And but, nobody had to but know. But they can find out in different ways that are less dramatic. Okay, maybe it wasn't the best idea. 
I, I don't know that it was the best idea, but I love the way that played out. I got to tell you, as a viewer, I loved it seeing that stomach. like that. I, I loved I, it. I just, I just thought, please, God, don't let these guys be this stupid. But they, they did it. They wanted it. It was a Tarzan move. It was a beat their chest and roar. Kind well, they of were move. convinced, and rightly so, that one of them was going to get some votes. Well, Michelle, Sydney, Aubrey, and Julia all voted for Debbie. Scott, Jason, and Ty voted for Sydney, and Debbie and Joe voted for Scott. So that's how the voting ended up. On the next Survivor, we see Jason, Scott, and Ty feel pretty invincible. Yeah, they're all sitting in the, sitting in the beach together. Ty, like you said, Ty's playing with the big boys now. He is. He's in the club. But Aubrey tries to lure Ty away, saying he is not like them. So she's trying to like appeal she's working, to Ty's working on, emotional. Aubrey's a, a pretty uh, pretty cerebral player. Well, she, she's a brain. She's Yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's a good one, though. Yeah, yeah, she is. Well, we hope you'll connect with us here at Tribal Rant and become part of our The Tribe Has Spoken podcast. So if, Mike, anybody wants to tweet you and tell you, tell me no, I'm, no, yes, they should have. Tell, tell me I'm wrong. I, I want to hear it. It's okay. I'm glad they stood up and, and, and showed or, everybody their eyes. Or, Mike, or, you're, you're a lot years ahead of your time. And your keep wife. It, keep it calm. No, right. no, never. No, 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 it's no. It's okay. Don't say that. It's Don't okay. Don't say that. How might people tweet you? They can tweet me at, uh, at Mike from TN. And I'm at Michelle from TN. Also, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tribalrant. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn, so you can subscribe to us there. Please like us and rate us if you like what we're doing. And, of course, all this information is on tribalrant.com, where you can email us or leave us a message. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget, we just started this week. I think we got it up yesterday, day before yesterday. Fear. We did a Fear, The Walking did a Dead. Fear, The Walking Dead. Podcast. And it looks like we're going to do another one, doesn't it? We're going to do another one. We're going to do another one. Um, <laughs> we're going to do the election. One, one at a time. Are we going to do this year's election? We're going to podcast the election? No. No? No. Okay. One at a time on, on the Fear podcast. We also do... The Americans podcast. We're excited about this brand new podcast that we just started this year. Uh, here really on, love the Americans podcast. Here on TribalRant.com, look for American Reds. That's our The Americans podcast. So This is the funnest podcast, though. It's good to point out. This is the one we have the most fun of because the most fun with. We are fans of the show. Yeah. And <laughs> we, we don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings, no. any of the players. Anybody because that you really we for, love them all. We do. We, well, some of them we don't. Even but, the ones we like to dislike. Yeah, even the we ones like. we don't like, we love them. But so, anyways, we we're fans of the show. So any anything that might sound like we're being a little cruel or a little harsh, we apologize. We it's, it's no, all because we're, we're not. I don't think we're harsh. I might be a little harsh. We're not harsh. I might be a little harsh. I mean, but but I like fully it recognize it and admit it, and I'm working on it. This is almost like an instant cast. We actually watch the show. It comes on on Wednesday night here on the East Coast at eight o'clock, and we watch it. And we get up from watching it and walk straight to our little recording space and record this. We watch it only one time and take notes as we're watching it. And we usually watch it with family. And um, we try not to talk about it as we're watching it, but we can't help ourselves sometimes. Especially tonight. Because when stuff happens, we're yelling at the TV sometimes. But you're you're right. We actually love to watch it. We have a lot of fun with it. And it's definitely one of the easier shows yeah. that we and, and Talk we're, about. pretty soon we're going to have our own travel rant embroidered jungle shirts. And no, you know, we're from, not. From the Jeff Probst line of no, jungle shirts? No, we're not. No, probably not. 
Man, I got to get some of those jungle shirts. Probably, okay, yeah, but let's don't carry it that far. Okay, so if you don't have anything else, then we'll come back next week. I have nothing else. Okay, we'll see you then. Okay.